the first stage of the Netherworld Grand Prix is almost over. Our heroes, after completing the second and third trials, are just barely in a high enough place to not get executed as they drive towards the finish line. They may have beaten this trial, but what waits for them in the city of Lost Yugadorus and the second stage of the race? Regardless, it will be a hell of a game. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so, hi! Hello! 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 I'm Casey Jarms, your DM. That stands for Dinosaur Machinist. I build robot dinosaurs to hunt down and eat children. I didn't come up with what I say before I started this episode, so that's why it's weird. What about you people? Okay, but to be fair, you did make robot dinosaurs in the last campaign. Did I? Oh yeah, I did. That was fun. You just gaslight Casey. I like T-Rexes, but I don't like dinosaurs. Uh, I got news for you, Chief. This campaign is sponsored by Daddy Tops from Land Before Time. Oh, good. Keeping that ring yeah, going. Names, names and characters and whatever, so the audience knows who... Go! Hello, I'm Jordan, a.k.a. the Hobgoblin Druid Droll. Honestly, this time we should all just say it at once and force Casey to edit yes. that separately. Nope, yes. nope. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. I'm, I'm Jordan, and I'm playing Droll. <laughs> Did we just hear the DM commit suicide? Did all of you genuinely say that? So only two of us did it, which means you don't have to edit it out, and you can just include it as a funny bit. Oh, God, just... Jordan has said his name. The rest of you, go, go. No, 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 you just mute Jordan during when I said my bit, and I don't have to say it again. I'm Michael, and I'm playing Kid. Akash, Monty. <laughs> uh, my name's Akash, and I'm playing Cared, and I'm just a sweet, innocent little boy who shouldn't be an owl. I'm not even going to fight back anymore against that. I'm Monty, and I'm playing Nicola Brandt, the only surviving original member. Excuse me. For now. Care didn't on. die. Yeah, wait. Care's like, been <laughs> here since the start, died, Monty. Care's dead to me. Has been for a while. I mean, give it a few episodes, and I'm sure he'll die, because... Carrot is dead to Nicola. Oh, God. So let's get into it. Let's check in. As you look at your steering wheel as you're driving away from the Obsidian Caldera to Las Jugadoras, the city of gamblers where the second trial is, or not the second trial, the second stage which has its own trials. It's like there's 21 trials, like three per stage, seven st Shut! Point is, the steering wheel says you're in 191st place. And... Also, you would know this, you have 14 soul coins, which is just the thing I'm keeping track of that will be very relevant in like 20 minutes. Okay. And you're driving through this rocky part of the desert. You see the city coming closer and closer. You drive through a part where there's a bunch of geysers of lava that you narrowly avoid as finally you reach a bunch of white and black tiles painted in a line out on the sand and you drive over it and there you 
see like a little podium where Duke Vuittons tell Roman, ruler of Harrow, the guy who is in charge of the race, he is sitting there being fanned by servants, drinking a martini, and he like waves to you as you cross the line and like beckons you over. Yes, we go over. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Another group has finished the race. Forgive me for not sounding excited. There has been 190 of these today, and I'm a bit tired. Fortunately, I don't have to worry about this again, because I got like nine more cars, and then I get to start blasting. You're gonna start blasting? Yes, like killing. Well, I wouldn't kill. I would order my minions to do it for me. You see, that's the key to being rich order people to kill for you. I'm just glad this type of blasting is just normal death and not the little death. Oh, fuck. And that's it for this session, guys. We're done here. Oh, God. So, let's just get the formalities out of way. You have the keys from the trials, right, that allow you to actually cross the finish line. Show them to me, please. Here you go. Ah, yes, yes. The silver key from the second trial and uh, the other two? Kid will show the key that he stole from what's-his-face. Ira, yes, his name was Ira. Or you didn't actually say that out loud. I'm I'm a telepath, but I only use it to be annoying. Uh, and the bronze key from the first trial, all the way back at the farm. Uh, you have that, right? Who's got the goat? Uh, oh, Droll will present the goat. Okay, I presume you're saying that the key is inside this small, disgusting, furry animal? I yep. don't know, they just told us this was the key. Well, get the key out of- Listen! Listen. I don't it's not want my to go. fault. I okay, cool. I don't I don't care about what happened. Why did your minions shove the key up the goat's ass? If you want to be inside this goat, just take it, go to a private I am not I going to have sex with the goat. Hear. I just I just want I was okay, not insinuating okay. sex. And I would just like to point out you're the only person that said that. Are you trying to fuck the goat or not? I am not Whoa. the person who came up with the idea of goat fucking today. I think yes, the real key here. No, no. The, are the, the goats we fucked along looking the way? Dude, he was just, just, just reach in and get the key from me. I, I don't care how you do it. Although, actually, I do kind of care because these goats are my property and there will be consequences if the goat dies. I mean, I can sure try to extract it. Is it actually up the goat's ass? Probably. I believe it's in the stomach, you know, because Ira presented you a bucket full of liquid that makes everything throw up and then gave you the goat with a key in its stuff. Oh my god, did you not solve the puzzle? Oh my god, everyone before you solved the puzzle. Well, start reaching or do whatever it is you need to do. I don't, I don't care. So what consequences are we talking exactly? Well, hold on. And he snaps his fingers and Ira appears in a puff of smoke holding his spear and saying, Ready for round two, boys? Uh, not really. Well, then I suggest you figure out how to get a key outside of goat. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You wouldn't have this problem if you didn't cut down my damn bucket. Okay, and you can't get mad at me for that. I wasn't there. Nor me. Nor me. You seem to have a lot of misplaced anger, sir. Do you need to talk about this? It's the general you as your- What? Oh, god damn. I'm almost done with you. Just- 
Just finish this trial so you can become Ava's problem. Uh, where, Where is all this anger coming from, though? What I meant was what consequences would there be if the goat died? I'll kill you is the consequences. Mmm, I see. Or, I don't know, you can kill me instead, but you won't. Yeah, but we can die trying. So, how's the party gonna get out of this situation that I I don't have a solution for? It's up to you (laughs) to figure this out. Anyone got laxatives? Oh god, I have a knife. That's uh, not a laxative. The ultimate laxative. It is, well, it is if you're brave enough. I don't think that's how laxatives work. You see, kid, summon his pack to the blade greatsword. I have a solution. Well, should we? I feel like it's in our best interest to not kill the innocent goat. Are they innocent? I mean, it's a goat. It's a wild animal. It's not good it's or also evil. It's also a wild animal. It was born in hell. I import them. Just because its owner is tainted doesn't mean it is. I would prefer not to kill the goat. I mean, does Droll have any sort of spell or druid thing that can make people vomit? Droll, no. use your typical sense of Droll humor to help us out, okay? Do either of you have really thin long arms like that one basketball player that saved the dolphin i have a rapier that's thin and long i'm a turtle thin long arms are not a thing any turtle has i mean would necrotic spores make someone throw up i cast prestidigitation and make the most horrific smell in front of the goat's nose as possible <laughs> That sounded like it was from South Park. It vomits up the key, and now after doing that fully work, I genuinely feel kind of sick. And the goat's just gonna walk away from you like, Meh. Can we keep the goat? You guys are gross. And it's gonna, like, just rest. Can we keep the goat? I don't know. Do you want it? That's a command, not a question. We're I keeping mean, the goat. I don't know. It makes good company. Are you saying this out loud? I should clarify. Yes, Droll is absolutely asking. It would be a lot of work to drag it back to the farm and... Okay, sweet. Uh, I'm just gonna put it back in the car. Uh, Duke, are you uh, fine with this? Oh, yes, yes, get that disgusting animal away from me. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. And, okay, yeah, yeah, that's ew, ew, but it's bronze key. Congratulations! You have passed the finish line in 191st place. Good for you, I suppose. I'm naming the goat dog. I don't give I don't give a shit about what you do at this point. Yeah, I was more so announcing that to the rest of the party. <sighs> Where's the referee? Right here, boss. And then this character hasn't appeared in a few weeks this short little dude with black and white pixie wings appears besides Vitant and says I'll, uh, I'll lead them to their quarters and explain uh, when the next trial starts I'll get them out of your hair boss come on come on follow me and he has you follow him in your car as he leads you closer to the city and you drive through the streets of the biggest city you've ever been in it's this massive golden city filled with 
strange buildings. Like, there's a pyramid, there's a really tall building, there's something that looks like the Eiffel Tower, there's this big fountain. You're in Vegas, okay? You're in Fantasy Vegas. We stole the Statue of Liberty. The small one from Fantasy Las Vegas. <laughs> Actually, that statue is of Duke Vuitton's you can see from looking at it, he's a lot more buff in the statue than in real life. Disappointing. So the Red Fairy leads you to this big collection of sort of storage locker type buildings. And he leads you to one that says 291 on it. And he says, okay, this is the garage. You can lock your car in it overnight. It can only be opened by the key phrase. What's the key phrase? Well, you said it right now as soon as you push your car in and close the door. I really don't care what. Doing your mom. Okay, fine. The key phrase is doing your mom. Hope you remember that. Uh. I got other... (laughs) I got... I got other racers to lead around here. And he hands you four room keys, all of which say the room, room 318... These are keys to your room at the hotel across the street. Go there, rest overnight, the next trial starts in the morning. Although, Duke Vuitton's told me to tell you that there's something big happening in the hotel ballroom at 11pm tonight that you should probably show up to. Droll is not paying attention at all. Did you say he's a fairy? I'm from the Feywilds. My name's Raph. I have real short got wings. I was gonna do something, but you just revealed the information I was looking after. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm from the Feywilds. Don't ask why I'm here. It's... Well, okay, that's literally what Droll was about to do. Listen, buddy, 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 buddy. He says as he just flies real close to your face, you do not want to know. What happens in Fantasy Las Vegas stays in Fantasy Las Vegas. I'm going to respond in Faye and say, but yes, I do. Let's just say that the arbiters of good and evil aren't very fond of building houses made of candy in the forest and attracting children. And I'm not going to say any more. You know what happens next. That sounds like something the Night Court would love. Yeah, but apparently it's lawful evil and gets you sent to Avernus. It's it's just fucking bullshit. Like, I should have been put in wherever neutral people go. I don't actually know. If you died, you should have just reformed on the Feywild. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's usually how Feywild works. Interesting. I wonder if... Hmm. Droll's just gonna walk away. It's I, okay. thought now. You know what? Yeah, that that that's fine. I got other racers to lead to the garages. Ah, oh, God, I can use him my fairy magic sensing powers. I can tell the next guy, real dumbass. Maybe even more than you. Got the ugliest sunglasses. Droll is too lost in thought. Okay, okay, okay. You've just walked away. Well, I gotta go do my job. So your car is parked, you got your hotel keys, and you are in Los Jugadores, City of the Gamblers, Fantasy Vegas, which I think I might just start calling it Fantasy Vegas. Nah, call it its actual name. Fine, Los Jugadores. What would you like to do? 
Oh, actually, not what would you like to do, because there's something very important that just happened. Y'all level five now. Sweet. You leveled up, and you get new abilities. Yay, I <laughs> I get animate dead. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to... Oh, God, I don't know what you're planning, but it's bad. Does anyone else have something that I'm going to hate? No, it's- I don't really have anything planned, it's just Droll can now raise the dead. I get attacked twice. I've got Thirsting Blade, which is basically oh, that's awesome. just Warlock extra attack. Yeah, but it's really thirsty, you see. Oh, and I get Gaseous Form, that's useful, actually. Yeah, it turns out Circle of Spores is actually kind of crazy. What do our Barbarian and our Frog get basically barbarian equivalent of thirsting blade just an extra need double attack. attack yeah that's not even a barbarian thing that's just a martial class yeah but thirsting blade is cooler because it's thirsty i'm a whole ass thirsty barbarian oh i also get revivify that's good oh good that is a thing the party needs yeah good thing i don't have 300 gold also, I just realized, I don't know if Droll would be okay with Revivify, because he does not want to ever touch a 300 gold diamond. So, Kosh, what'd you get at level 5? I don't think I got anything fancy. Yeah, I didn't get anything fancy with that, just some more HP and, like, subclass. I'm an assassin. Nice. Oh, uh, good. That's cool. Yeah, I shouldn't be surprised that you're an assassin, because... <laughs> I mean, you are an assassin. So now that you guys are tougher and can maybe fight the challenges that are waiting for you what would you like to Hopefully. do now that you're in las jugadoras troll's just gonna go walk around only same yeah nicholas is just gonna walk around look for shiny objects that might have value because he, he is lacking so you wander around las jugadoras going down these streets which like, the buildings are nice, the roads in front of them are covered in litter of advertisements for succubi. And just standing all over all of these pamphlets and little card thing advertisements that are so thick that you cannot see the sidewalk are a bunch of street performers, like, there's a dude pretending to be a statue, there's a dude next to him who is actually a statue because of the spell Petrify. <laughs> there's a bunch of people dressed up like characters from your favorite movie, except with slight alterations that mean they can't be sued. There's just all sorts of street performers asking for money. Giving no money to them. Droll is having a bad time. What? Why is Droll having such a bad time? Droll hates material possessions, and that's what this entire city is about. What? That's ridiculous, I say, as you pass by a solid gold pyramid in the middle of this city that has a sign in front of it saying, Pharaoh's Rest, temporarily closed for the Netherworld Grand Prix. Droll's just gonna look over and give the dirtiest look. And 
As you're looking and you're feeling disgusted, you see out of the corner of your eye something big that is moving. You see these giant metal pair of chicken legs walking down the street and- Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, you do spot Shia LaBeouf and he gets stepped on by these uh... chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll, he'll be back. Shia LaBeouf has all that cannibal magic that makes him immortal. But these chicken legs, they walk to a parking lot and then they curl into themselves like they fold up elbow style. It's a bird taking a seat. I don't know the word for it. They rest down and you see that on top of those chicken legs is this big building that looks like a circus tent. And this tiger man in a silver in a silver suit with a golden top out walks out from within it and starts shouting Mahadi's wandering emporium is now open for all come inside to buy shit and give me money we have weapons magic items healing potions cursed weapons that will make you die I mean, I mean, you can uh, buy them if you want. That is up to you. But all of this and more can be found in Mahadi's Wandering Emporium. And then swings his staff and disappears in a puff of smoke as the doors of this shop, Mahadi's Wandering Emporium, open up. Okay. Well, I can't do the thing I wanted to do because he's gone. <laughs> Were you gonna try and kill the shopkeeper before he ran no, away? No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't gonna try and kill him, but I was gonna tell him to shut up because Droll's trying to think. <laughs> okay, what's the rest of the party up to? Nicola just heard item and kill. He's like, "That's my guy." So Nicola's gonna go over, ready to spend all ten of his gold. And Kid is going to follow Nicola, making sure he doesn't spend all ten of his gold. Droll is just going to walk back to the hotel. He's not having a good time. So I guess Droll doesn't... Okay. Droll, no, this is like the worst possible location for Droll to be. Well, the good news is that it's going to get a lot more miserable in this arc. Oh no. As, I mean, listen, like, Droll would rather live... In, like, nuclear fallout than Las Vegas. Wow. Okay. He's very opinionated against material possessions. Well, while you go back to the hotel, the part of the party that think material possessions are dope, you walk into Mahadi's Wandering Emporium. And Mahadi, this tiger man, I think they're, like, called Rakasha or Rakashi or... Oh, those. I He's think a furry. Rikashi. The tiger strippers from Zootopia. Those, those oh are no, fucking... the buff tigers. Oh no. Oh yeah, but these are like really scary too. So were the Zootopia tigers. He's standing in the center of this tent-shaped building, and you can see that there are a few little stalls set up. There's a little general store, and right next to it is a blacksmith. There's this shop in the dark corner of the tent that you can't really see too well until you get closer. And finally in the back, there's this glowing doorway to a place that 
does not physically fit into the dimensions of this building. There's this glowing doorway guarded off by a red rope and a neon sign next to it says the Infernal Rapture. That doesn't sound good. So, what calls your mind? Dark scary corner thing? Shop and blacksmith? Physically impossible restaurant. Restaurant. Blacksmith. Did someone say restaurant? Yes. Okay. As you approached Infernal Rapture, Mahadi, the proprietor of the Wandering Emporium, the furry man, the stripper tiger from Zootopia, he steps in front of you and says, Oh, you're interested in my restaurant and spa. Oh, it's a very nice place. Everyone loves it. Eating here will make you feel more healthy and refreshed than you ever have in your life. I can feed... Four people for only a single soul coin. Is soul coin the currency we have? That's we our, have, that's our gasoline for our car. Yeah, you have 14 and you spent, and it takes yeah, about five of them per leg of the race. But maybe in this arc there will be opportunities to get more. There will. Let's wait and see what the other things that can be offered are. Of course, yes. I should note that this feast that I serve it is called hero's feast it's a thing in D&D that i know that i'm a D&D character i guess no that was non-canon it makes you immune to diseases and poison immune to being frightened advantage on wisdom saving throws increased hit points maximum although of course it will cost you or you could check out some of my other businesses there's uh, shop over there, he runs the shop, and his brother Smith runs the smithery, and there in the corner, I don't know how there's a corner to a round building, he installed it when he moved in, that's Mr. Scratch, he's a bit scary, but he sells the best things we have. Hmm. I don't know, it feels like a, a high cost to me. Nicola is ready to check out that blacksmith. Okay, Nicola, you walk over to the blacksmith stand, and there's this old skinny man with a long white beard and goggles standing behind the counter with an anvil behind him, and he's like, Howdy there, I'm Smith the Smith. My parents had very unoriginal names. They, they, they could see the future. It's a whole, whole deal. So this is my smithery. I can make custom magic items for you. Anything you want. That voice. That horrible voice. It's returned. It's old man McGuckin. Well, okay, fine. I use that voice for every NPC shopkeeper <laughs> in every campaign I've ever ran. Because it's a fun voice to do. I enjoy it. How much do the different magic items cost? Well, if you want magic items, I, I'm, I'm the guy who makes things. Uh, to buy the things that already exist, go over there to my brother's shop stand. And you can see that there's an empty stand with just shelves full of magic items right next to you. Fine, how much would it cost for you to make something? Uh, cost of the item plus one soul coin. So for something real good, about... Four soul coins total for something decent, about three total, something, eh, about two total. So what I'm hearing is we spend four soul coins for a Topaz Annihilator. <laughs> well, I I don't actually know what that is. It sounds like something that would cost more than four. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Uh, Topaz Annihilator, what is this? That is... <laughs> no, I'm not giving you a legendary gun that casts Disintegrate when you fire it. Or at the very least, it would cost ah. everything you have and take a few days to build. I mean, but to be fair, think about it this way. If we just annihilate everyone else in the race tonight, then we can just walk the rest of the race because who's going to compete against us? Are you... <laughs> I mean, the plan of killing 190 different people... Well, no, is... 190 different parties. No, no, no. Yeah, Here's yeah. what we do. That's a Here's good what point. We do. It's more. During the announcement later today, we start a ballroom blitz. Murder hobos. Well, in the meantime, maybe, because that would take me at least 24 hours to build, assuming you could afford it and you can't, maybe you could go over to my brother's shop over there. He has things that you can buy right now and use tonight with your mass murder scheme. Well, okay, no, that couldn't have been said out loud because Droll's at the hotel. He's not there. <laughs> okay, good, because I would have to report you to the authorities for planning to kill hundreds of people. What are you talking about? This is hell. Literally. What authorities? Hey, this is hell. This is the lawful evil place. It has a lot of cops. There's anything Nicola can get, like, an upgrade for his longsword, that would be appreciated. Well, that can be done pretty easy. And Smith walks over to the shop stand, takes off his goggles, puts on a baseball cap. Hi, I'm Shop, Smith's brother. I'm here at the magic item shop. I got all sorts of things like this. And he pulls out this big red axe with strings running down its handle. This is Thunderstrike. It's plus one axe that... When you swing it and hit something, you can cast Thunder Wave. It holds three charges, and it's only two soul coins. Mm. I've got all sorts of things here. A gust fan, decanter of endless water, bag holding, ring of fire resistance, alchemy jug, tons of potions, and, you know, a few unique stuff. Like this 300 gold diamond. It costs 300 gold Whoa. or two soul coins. Alchemy drugs are always useful because you never know when you're going to need mayo. Yeah, ooh, I see you guys looking at the alchemy jug as if you know that your druid friend, who, if he was here, would tell you to buy it. That's only one soul no. coin. Droll thinks alchemy jugs are stupid. I've also got a few other cool things, and he pulls out this rapier and holds it up above his counter, and he flips a switch. And the rapier just freezes midair. This is steadfast. It's a plus one rapier where if you press the button, it cannot be moved. Like an unmovable rod. Oh my god. That is tempting. Why couldn't Ren have that? <laughs> because he was in a different campaign. I know, but that's so awesome. And now I'm a character who'd think that's stupid. I also sell a jar of bees. This is how Casey plans it. Yeah, Casey actually designs his campaign so I can have the least amount of fun possible. Oh, they're, they're just like fucking meant to torture you. and yeah. yeah, but specifically me. I could just imagine Nicola beating the shit out of someone with a rapier. So I just realized the smart way to do this is to actually show you the items and price list and I've just done that now. Anything here sound interesting to you? 
<laughs> the jar of bees. Yes, oh, yes, Lord. one of my favorite oh, magic items. Where is that it? I've... Where is it? Oh. One of my favorite magic items. As an action, you can open this jar to create an unaligned swarm of insects. They will probably try and hurt you, but good distraction. Only two soul is coins. Is Droll pro or anti-jar of bees? Uh, I mean, if you bring home anything, Droll's gonna be mad, but I guess he'll be but less mad bees. if it's a jar of bees over, like... This compass is broken. It just keeps pointing at Nicola. No, that's a moral compass. It points towards the most evil thing in a 30-yard radius. Bees no, are then not why isn't evil. It it's just pointing at Michael in real life. Why isn't it pointing at Cared, though? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hold on. Got one more item. For one coin, the moral compass, it points to the most evil person in the room. And right now, it's pointing to that guy in the back corner right there. He's... He creeps me and my brother Smith out. So, uh, what can I wrap up and sell to you? Mm, Nicola really wants Thunderstruck and the bees. That's four soul coins. I know, but it's bees. But also, I can't give my opinion. I'm not there, so... So, if a 300 gold diamond costs two coins, then each coin is canonically 150 gold? Well, no, the prices of some of these items varies a lot based on availability. It's hell. It's hard to import things. How does inflation work in hell? I'm just asking it, the nearest person. There's a lot of inflation <laughs> in hell. That's <laughs> When was hell's last recession? Oh, God, I just realized that inflation line. That was a... Was that a sex thing? Okay, I don't want to know. What happens when you get a recession in hell and people start committing suicide? An economic recession. Are fixed interest rates a thing? Hell's always in an economic recession. It sucks here. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like y'all need some new leadership and some, you know, simulating uh, economic policies. But hey, that's just me. Doesn't seem like hell is being as run as well as it could. As Medeus fucking shows up. Beginning of campaign. Trying to escape hell through death race. End of campaign, reformatting governmental leadership in hell through politics and capitalism. <laughs> We're just <laughs> social programs. We just become we just Bernie like fucking Sanders. Become the, We're Bernie the Sanders socialist of hell. government of hell. I mean, go for it if you want. We just ruined Casey's whole campaign plan. I am once again asking for your immortal soul. <laughs> <laughs> But in the short term, what you guys want to buy? Thunderstruck and the bees is Nicola's boat. Okay. How many legs of the race are there left? There are six left, but you will have opportunities for more coins. I feel like Ring of Fire Resistance might be boring, but like useful in hell. I mean, maybe, but also consider the fact that everything in hell is immune to fire. So why would anything ah, use true. fire? That's true. Casey, keep that in mind when using characters. Actually, I feel like how hell characters in hell should be designed. Nobody would use fire because everything is immune to fire. You'd think that, but have you seen official devil stat blocks from Wizards of the Coast? Okay, but that's different. Are there any boosts of increased action where you use your bonus action to click the boots together and it gives you a bonus action? Ooh, well that's very interesting. Not right now, but you could have my brother Smith build it for you. That would cost about three total coins. Casey, that item Casey. is completely useless. You use your bonus action, click your heels together, and get another bonus action. 
Oh. He just Well, he hey, just I'm not cycling. <laughs> Infinite bonus. Well, action. I mean, I'm not saying that it's useful. I am saying I will sell it to you. Look, it's a business. I gotta put food on my brother's table, and he has to put food on mine. No. <laughs> okay, so you want Thunderstrike, uh, the Jar of Bees, anything else? Potions would be good for when, like, a party wipe almost happens. How would that even happen in this campaign? Potions I can give you. I can give you three for one coin, twelve for three coins. Do we want to get potions? Potions are always good. I mean, Droll has magic. Nicola has no way to heal people. Should we have at least a, a couple, though, is my question. But do we want to use even more soul coins than Nicola yeah, already did? For now, I'd say hold off. Okay, hold off, yeah. Okay, all these items will still be here, or maybe get bought. I mean, from a gameplay perspective, they will still be here, but from a real-life war, they would probably get bought by someone. The point is, if you come back here, there will be the same selection, and maybe more, because people in the audience can email us at Pod to submit magic item ideas that they'd like to see in the show. Does that mean I could suggest items? So... As you spend four coins to buy the axe and the jar, we cut back to Droll, who is walking home to the hotel. And Droll, this dwarf woman with flowers in her beard, is gonna approach you, and she's wearing, like, a trench coat, and she's like, Hey, buddy, buddy. What's up? I have an amazing business opportunity for you. And she pulls out of her coat uh, this crystal. Away. This crystal. It is a magic crystal that fights off fungus. Joel's just gonna look like she just said a slur. Fungus is a slur. No, fighting off funguses is essentially the same thing as calling him a slur. No, an insult, but not a slur. I want to see Drove fucking play The Last of Us. Okay, okay. I mean, hey, if even if you don't want them, here's the awesome, awesome idea. If you buy these from me, then you can go on to sell them to other people who want to fight fungus. Eh? Eh? Why would I want anyone that... You, okay. It's I, an exciting business opportunity. It's maybe for literally anyone else. Not only is this an MLM, it's a terrible one. You have literally asked the worst person imaginable. Mushrooms are like my whole thing. Well, good for you, I guess. I don't know. You know, just trying have to make terrible some money rest between of races. Have gonna Damn. walk away. Okay. I hope your socks are always soggy. Well, that is... Oh. I am insulted. That is an absolute insult that I, Margaret L. May, name submitted by a viewer, you can also submit those, that I, Margaret L. May, have ever heard, you will, you will get revenge for wishing that my socks be soggy, or I will get revenge. Fuck, I messed that up. Can it be headcanon that if Droll ever comes into contact with any athlete's foot cream he just instantly dies sure i mean it can be yeah that can be headcanon but that's like <laughs> i mean we get to the final boss and it's just the manufacturer of foot pulls cream. out some gold everybody bond. else is beating the shit <laughs> it's just out of an, it's just an anti-fungal <laughs> manufacturer don't give me no, ideas it's actually her it's actually it's actually her and she just has like a giant anti-mushroom crystal mech 
Oh no. Oh no. I mean, don't give me the ideas. The rest of the party is completely unaffected. It is only droll. It is only- yeah, because I'm the only one that made her mad. Okay, okay. Cutting back to the party, as you're walking towards the exit of Mahadi's Wandering Emporium, you turn back one more time at this shadowy stand in the corner that you feel this air of menace the jojo letters floating in the air menacing coming off of it but you can also tell i mean there might be something valuable there oh <laughs> eh, screw it oh kid'll go into the corner me? awesome kid walks into the corner and i assume because it can't just be one person talking because you all like to talk the other two follow so the three of you, you walk into this dark corner, and you see this stand. Once the shadows are gone, it's actually not that different from Shop and Smith's stands. And on the shelves, you see all sorts of weird knickknacks. And two of them in particular kind of call out to Caird and Nikolai. Oh, I go towards that. Yeah, you see this metal skull of a warforge sitting oh, on no. the counter. And you also Are see you on the back me? shelf this little jar no. with a post-it on it that says, Annoying Thief. Oh. And sitting behind the counter of this stand is this man in a black and red suit wearing a boulder hat. And you just can't make out his face as you look at him, and he's reading a magazine as you walk up. Then he sets it down and says, Hello there, I am Mr. Scratch. Oh, oh, actually, I remember you too. You were the one who insisted that he was worth killing. Right, right. Yes, oh yes, I ran into you after I was collecting my property from... That annoying thief who had that unfortunate accident a few hours back. How do you do? Hmm. This is a lot to... Hmm. Kerr's kind of going to kind of back up and go to a corner row, like, and just get real quiet for a bit. Kid just completely oblivious. On purpose. Um, so what are you selling? I sell deals. I... Rarely deal in soul coins like the other denizens of this emporium. I prefer to deal in more concrete things. And I have some abilities. I don't just sell from this shop. If you're ever at the brink of death and need a potion, you could call out my name and I could show up to make a deal, sell you a potion in return for... Say, getting your sword after the battle was done, or perhaps your car would break down and I would fix it in return for you taking care of someone for me. That's Sorry, the type my of... soul is already owned by somebody else and Kid just starts walking away. Oh well, you I don't have to worry about. Uh, just keep me in mind, if you ever need something, if you're ever... In a big jam, just here. And he hands you a business card that says Mr. Scratch on it. Give me a ring and I may be of service. Or perhaps you'll, you won't like what I offer and will turn me down. And that is also okay. Have a nice day, adventurers. <sighs> and you leave the wandering emporium. And you head back 
Well, actually, that's up to you. I know Droll's going back to the hotel. Are the rest of you going? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you go back to the hotel, and as you step into the lobby, you see this leaderboard for the race hang up, and it tells you the names of all the racers in order. You see in fifth place is a group called Bad Incorporated LLC. In fourth place, Bloodletter Bugatti. In third, the four riders. In second, Rhinestone. In first, Don Quixotic. You can also see all the other placements, but I only wrote out the top five. You guys are in 119. There's deja vu. There's memories. There's primal urges. There's deja vu. I don't... don't do... Okay, sure, I'll ignore that. And you head up to your hotel room where Droll is already waiting for you. Droll is just pondering the orb right now. I love that meme, yes. That's like one of my favorite memes right now. They pondering the orb. He literally nutted in me and now he pondering the orb. I love, oh my god. As you're unlocking the door, you see this old man with a long white beard wearing plate armor and a cowboy hat walks past you and he, or not a cowboy hat, like sort of a, not a fedora, but like a fedora that's cool. Like a fedora, but not in a neck beard. Like way. a fedora. A like a fedora worn like it's appropriate. Time. Yes, that's that is literally the exact image I was thinking of. Akash. Well, <laughs> he lowers that to you and says, "Good day, gang. Uh, hello there. Seems that you're in the room next to mine. I'd hope that you keep it fairly quiet tonight. Gotta get my sleep for the big race tomorrow, you know. You do need lots of that, yeah. I'm quixotic. You? We are tired." And we've been through a fucking lot. Nice to meet you. Tired, and we've been through a lot. What's the third one named? (laughs) Uh, Just a little joke. I see that you're busy. Have a nice night, gentlemen. And may tomorrow's race be nice. Well, if it was nice, that means we weren't trying our hardest. Fair enough, he says as he goes into his room. I feel like this guy's gonna pop back up. What? Introducing characters to have them appear again? I never do that. What the heck is that? Oh my god. And you go into your room where Droll is pondering the orb, which feels like a euphemism. It's not. He's just sitting there thinking. And you can get in some rest before the 11 p.m. thing in the ballroom. Like a short rest or a long rest? Oh, wait, long rest. You've earned oh, it. Oh, man. Lots of time to Let's ponder some orbs. go. Get all your spell slots and health back so you don't have to kill yourself for a new character to get spell slots for once. I mean, it works. Switching to your sidearm is faster than reloading. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> 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 That's where we need to end the session. Just, just that. Just, no, we just, can't, so you we don't can't kill end the session on a repeated yet. Back. We can't re- we can't re- we can't end the session on a repeated <laughs> joke. He said that last time. I know. The thing is, this time people heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you did not laugh at all time. last time. It's gonna be the last thing Casey fucking hears on his deathbed. I, I'm outliving Monty, surely. Like, the others, I don't know, but definitely Monty, right? Yeah. I mean, if we're talking by solely... Me and Monty are the two that are gonna go Not first, if Monty has tell. anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you get... Not if I have anything to say about it, and I do! So you get this nice refreshing rest in and by the time you all wake up it's 
quarter to 11, about time to head down to the ballroom. Uh, on the way down, Droll will just say to the rest of the party, I've come to the conclusion that this place sucks. <laughs> Let's get out of here. It took you a while, but you came along. There's a reason why we're trying to get the fuck out of here. Is Joel talking about this hotel or hell in general? Yes. I meant this town. I mean, I'm not fond of hell in general, but it's just everything here is a vice. People should be living free of vice. And as you say that, you open the door to the ballroom and you hear the rave music and see the strobe light and everyone fucking dancing on the dance floor or drinking up at the bar. Droll is just gonna turn around. I'm going back to bed. No. Kid is going to put a single hand on Droll's shoulder. Don't go yet. This is the perfect- This is- This is the perfect chance to thin the competition. Okay. You have a point. So around this ballroom, you can see there's a dance floor where a bunch of people are dancing. There's a karaoke set up. There's a bar bar where you can get drinks. And in the back, like in a roped off section, is Duke Vuittons and Ira and some woman you don't recognize. This devil lady with like a curvy horn and a straight horn who will become relevant later. So what interests you at this rave? The after first race party that Vatans is holding. Is there karaoke? There is karaoke. Nicholas gonna do karaoke. Karen's just like, I'm too fucking old for this shit. And he has a fucking headache. So they're going for the bar area. With Other two? Droll has no idea. I guess Droll's just gonna go start talking to people. Is there like a giant overarching chandelier or anything like that? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Kid's going to keep that in mind. So ominous. So let's do Monty first. Monty, you walk up to the karaoke and there's one person in line in front of you. He's this elvish dude wearing these gaudy, gaudy, awful neon clothes and a pair of yellow sunglasses. His hair is frosted into tips. No. And he's going to walk up to the jukebox before you and take his turn singing. And he says, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Disco Pizza. Yes, that was the actual name submitted. Whoever submitted that name, you need to submit more names because that's awesome. I have it spelled out as Peter's. Uh... No, no, my name is literally Disco Pizza. My name's Disco Pizza. And tonight I'm going to give you a good show. Who's ready to rock? woo Crickets. Well, good enough. I'm singing anyway. <laughs> One, two, three, four. When I was a young boy, my father took oh, me into the city to see a marching okay, band. Okay, uh, so Kid summons his longbow with the packed magic and whatnot and just shoots him. Just fucking shoots him. Make that attack roll, and first I want all four of you to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, boy. Hey, I'm good at those. So that was a 16 on the save and a 14 on the hit. That was an 8 for the save. Wisdom saving row? Oh, okay. 25. 12. Uh, Monty, you said an 8, and Akash, you said a 12, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, both of you take 1d8 psychic damage. Let me roll that. 
Both of you take two points of psychic damage because the singing is that bad. Droll is going to lean over to, like, I guess the person next to him. Go, is this the music people really listen to these days? And the person says, oh yeah, that's Disco Pizza, the famous Kids Bop singer. Like, he's the best so singer in all So does a 14 hit? Oh yeah, it does. So he's just standing there and says, he said, son, when you grow up, would you like to be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the danged? Oh, oh, oh. As an arrow just hits him in the shoulder, and he's like, uh, okay, uh, 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 no, uh, I'll, I'll stop singing. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going back to my room. Ow! The bow just disappears from my hands. Monty, uh... Nickel is gonna grab the microphone, just sort of tap it twice. So, uh... Have you heard of Smash Mouth? <laughs> I, mean, I feel like this is a good time for our kid to put into play his uh, end of session plan. <laughs> I haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> no, I know. It's, I'm making a joke. I mean, you can say that Nicholas sings Smash Mouth, but you cannot sing it with any quality. That was too bad to get copyright striked. That hey, my now romance you did. are the all-star. Get your game on. Go play yeah okay actually make a performance check nicola i'm gonna shoot him too that was okay no not actually well because it was a seven it is very bad are you sure you don't want to shoot him michael do you want to have droll do his thing first yeah maybe droll wants to shoot him no droll's not gonna shoot him droll just wants to go talk to people let's check in with droll and then cared and then kid <laughs> so first up we have droll you walk uh you just want to walk around talk to people pretty much i just want to like start having conversations with people okay on the dance floor you bump into this cowboy dude like wearing a bandana cowboy hat pair of guns holstered at his side you saw him earlier during the race he got hit by a purple worm and somehow survived he bulky and he like approaches you hey you were the guy that i thought died to the purple worm and he opens his mouth and says And then as he's saying that, um, oh, uh, excuse me, this bull standing on its hind legs, wearing a tweed jacket and glasses, just like steps in, uh, allow me to translate. My brother doesn't speak common. He only speaks minotaurish. Uh, he says, good racing there, gentlemen. Thank you. I'm, wait, is he human? Uh, so, you I know, I didn't how it... that in game. I just meant like. Is the cowboy dude here? You know how it goes. Our father was a minotaur. Our mother was a bull centaur. Interesting. He got the human halves. D- don't worry. I'm Boy Cal Bonanza. This is my brother, Cowboy. Yes, Cowboy, yes. Very aptly put. So, uh, how's this race going for you? Pretty well. I have a pet goat now. Oh, good. Where is that pet? In the hotel. Okay, good. For a second, I thought you left it in the car overnight. We took it with us to the no, party. I'm... No, Droll wouldn't do that. Droll would absolutely bring Dog to uh, the party, though. Wait, do you have Dog with you? Well, did anyone stop Droll? Okay, so you have Dog at the party. 
oh yes, what a cute little thing, and this bull standing on his hind legs scratches your goat behind the ears and the goat purrs, because that is a thing that is canon that this weird fucking goat does. That's interesting, I didn't know dog could purr. Hmm, well you learn something new every day. Meanwhile, Cared, you're over at the bar, right? Slamming back some something hard. Some hard hell drink. Awesome, awesome. The bartender just gives you drink after drink. Cared only takes a card. No other way. Yeah. The bartender gives you drink after drink because, hey, racers drink free and you're abusing that. And as you're just putting back your fifth, what drink does Cared like? Something that's like real hard but has a little bit of a fancy edge to it it's not like straight whiskey or something but akash does not know alcohol enough to say what it would be ah yes that drink i will write it down that is the drink that that is the drink's very long name and as you're putting back the fifth of those you notice that sitting i have a good i actually have a good drink that fits that description it's called a gold rush cool and that fits with the town as you're pulling back your fifth gold rush, you notice there's this tall woman in a white silk dress sitting next to you, uh, and she's holding this umbrella that casts her head in shadow. All you can see of her face are these glowing red eyes, and she reaches over with these hands covered in black gloves with fingers that are like a foot long each and sharp like knives, and she picks up a little shot and brings it to her mouth, and she says, Wow, you're really putting them back. Do you want to help me? Why, certainly. Hell yeah. And you two start drinking together. And, uh, Akash, give me a perception check. Oh, that's not very good at all. Oh, negative one, two. Okay, a two. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, you... Yeah, you don't... You just don't notice anything. And now... We cut back to Kid. So, where's Nicholas standing in reference to the uh, chandelier? I mean, the way I picture this in my head is that the chandelier is over the middle of the room, over the dance floor. Nicola would be over on the side by the jukebox. Cared on the other side, but in the middle of the room, directly under the chandelier, is Droll and the Bonanza Brothers. I'm gonna be honest, I thought you said Banana Brothers. No, no, those are different NPCs. Those ones suck. Kid just looks up at the chandelier, down at Droll. Up at the chandelier, down at Droll. Considers it for a moment. Up at the chandelier, <laughs> down at Droll. <laughs> so i take it that's a no well, what time is it uh by this point it's getting close to midnight oh so the party was the surprise yeah okay i'm gonna call droll over here <laughs> okay droll do you walk over there sure so how you liking the party i met some very interesting individuals one of them is a half minotaur half centaur and the other one's just like a normal dude but they're brothers it was interesting because the only one that spoke english was not like the normal dude i've heard that happen once with a mermaid and a centaur but i didn't know what happened with the minotaur and it's interesting yeah also did you know dog can purr what interesting i wanted your opinion on something 
shoot down the chandelier or no? I'm going to look up at the chandelier how gaudy is it. Very. Shoot it down. And kid does. Make that attack roll. Okay. Uh, I do have extra attack, so I get two of them. Oh, boy. 1920. Okay. And the chandelier falls, and I'm going to do a dex saving throw for the brothers. Oh, good. They roll a four, so a fucking chandelier lands on them. Well, not just no! them. And probably other people. A lot of other people, too. I mean, to be fair, it's going to hurt, but for racers that beat Ira and made it through the first trial, it's not going to be an instant kill. I didn't even get to discuss the socioeconomic state of hell with them. So as you drop this chandelier on a bunch of people, everyone just turns and looks at you. Droll's going to slowly walk away. And as they're staring a kid angry, half of them just like clutch their stomachs and start vomiting in massive pain. Oh, no. Also, Akash make a constitution saving throw. Con save. <laughs> oh, God, please. oh, look. I wasn't the only one that had this idea. Twelve. A twelve? <laughs> okay, let me just roll a few d6. As Akash, you and this woman sitting next to you, her name is Moonlit Claire, as you're both going to take just a few... You take 17 poison damage as you vomit your guts up. Oh god, that was... Oh god. And now this crowd of angry people, they just saw Kid drop a chandelier, all of them are vomiting, they like point at Kid like, That must be the guy who poisoned us! Get him! Hey now, you're an all-star! I really wish I could have hit Monty with the chandelier.